You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Not great. I mean, if we're being honest, not great. I mean, here we are seven games in, and it's like... The opposite of good, John. It's bad. Same old story. Padres lose in Atlanta. Braves home opener. Padres trailed, led, lose. 7-6. We are here with you to break it all down. John and Jim, it's the wrap-up show. You have to subscribe if you're a Padres fan, whether you're here live or on replay. That's all we ask. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Please consider supporting this channel with super chats. We get to all of the super chats. Great way to support this channel. Just click the dollar sign. It is below the chat box, or you can become a member by clicking the join button as well down below. There are custom emojis and badges. You know, I I know it's only the seventh game, but I feel like there's a lot to discuss based on what happened here today. It's a good summary of the first week where Mm -hmm. Blake Snell has been a problem where your bullpen's been taxed because of Blake Snell. Now, that hasn't been the whole story as of yet, because I think the other starters have actually gone deep enough into games, but the bullpen hasn't been good. And tonight, it was overly taxed because of Blake Snell. Defense, again, is a concern. That's not necessarily a story here today. And then, the you know, the thing a year ago where you're like, why are you not pitching? You got a 6-4 lead in the eighth inning, and you're pitching Tim Hill and Nabil Krizmat. In the eighth and ninth inning, like dare we go to dare we go to Josh Hader? Dare I say it, Jim? Can we go to Josh Hader for a four-out save or in the eighth inning? Or is that too unbelievable to even consider because it's April sixth? So the whole thing was just bad. I mean, a game against Atlanta on the road—you you, you got to be able to capitalize on that. You're up six-four in the eighth inning. Go go grab that thing and win that thing. But a disappointing loss in the end. To answer your last question, no, they can't go to Josh Hader for more than three outs. You know that. Okay. I know that. Then why can't Everyone he get the three it. outs in the eighth inning? <clears throat> um, because then who pitches the ninth? Chris Matt. I'm kidding. <laughs> they, they don't have that luxury right now. And we know he's a one-inning guy. They even, I mean, Don and Mud even like mentioned it multiple times on the broadcast. They're just, he's just not going. They're just not going to pitch him multiple innings. Mm-hmm. We know that he's just a not. He's not a multiple inning guy. 
He hasn't pitched multiple. If he's not pitching multiple innings in game five of the NLCS, he's not pitching multiple innings in game seven of Good April. Point. He didn't pitch in. He didn't pitch any innings in game five of the NLCS, nor game four of the NLCS. So why do you expect it to be different for the seventh game of the 5th, year? Right. It's not. It's just not. So anybody out there getting upset at Bob Melvin for not bringing in Josh Hader in the eighth right. inning hasn't been watching. Has not been watching this team. Okay, that's the first thing. And I'm not, I'm not, I can't be mad at it because that's just, that's just what it is. Like, yeah, that's, it is what it is. You know, if you can be mad at it, but it's not changing, you know? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, again, we talked about today on John and Jim. Why should we be surprised at all at Blake Snow? We shouldn't. This is who he is. He's not a good pitcher to start the year. He's average at best. He gets better as the season goes along. And that is something you just have to deal with. And you hope that his second half is just so freaking good like it was last year and the previous year that you forget about the first halves because his first halves in Padres uniforms has been horrific. Mm-hmm. He has been a guy that, like, at times you're thinking to yourself, why is he even on this team? Why are we even putting ourselves through this anymore? You know? And he has occasional good starts here and there in, inside of the shit show that he, that is the first half of the seasons for Blake Snell, right? You know, and so then he'll like bring you back and like, oh, there's Blake Snell. He's back. Well, and then he'll go out and throw three and a third and give up five runs and walk four and strike out five. And you're like, what? You know? So again, Josh Hader, don't be surprised. Uh, you're not seeing him in the eighth inning and you're not seeing him for multiple, uh, for a multiple inning save. Won't happen. Well, well, and Blake Snell okay. is, this is who he is. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then, because with the highest payroll in franchise history, with the signing of Robert Suarez, with the signing of you know the Lugos and the Martinez's, were you expecting a bullpen of Domingo Tapia, Stephen Wilson, Tim Hill, and a Bill Krismat? And if you were expecting that, who would have expected that to be a capable enough bullpen to hold leads? Because if you're trying to win 98 games and you've got Domingo Tapia, Stephen Wilson, Tim Hill, and a Bill Krismat with a lead, you know, I know. Who, Suarez is out. Pomerantz is non-existent. And you know you're who, trying to bridge it to the ninth inning. Yeah, you know who didn't think they would have the Tapias of the world and the Bill Krismat in big situations and Tim Hill in the eighth inning with a two-run lead? Uh, Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller. Now, A.J. Preller signed these guys, but he well, who took did the Preller r- think he, he was going to have? Preller took the risk of signing Pomerantz, who is injury-prone. Um, he, you know... We all love Robert Suarez, but he's hurt, and that is a huge blow to this team right now. Mm-hmm. It is showing up in a big way. Definitely. Um, Adrian Morhone, he can't stay healthy ever. So those are three guys that you replace Tapia and Nabil Krismat and Tim Hill with. And those guys mm-hmm. are way better pitchers than the three guys that pitched tonight. So well, well, where's the with solution that being here? said, that honestly, John, the solution is you hope these guys are better because you no, got no, nothing no, else. No, 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 no. I'm not pitching. Here's the thing. The Bill Chrismat, no. I mean, you have a better option right now in AAA. Go go find it. I mean, you have a better option. I don't know if it's Jay Groom. And bring up Jay Groom. Is. Bring up Jay Groom. Yeah, I agree. But, but you got a better option than a guy that's been awful every time he's been on the mound. And this is not, you know, this isn't dilly-dally time because it's April. And, oh, we'll figure it out. And, oh, Robert, I saw Kevin Acey today reported that Robert Suarez is, I mean, he's expected to have a long rehab. When he returns, so he's not going to be back overnight. Pomerantz, we're never going to see. Nope. Um, Morahone, we're never going to see. 
So this is kind of where you are, and there's, there's no trade deadline. I mean, you're months away from anything. You're not acquiring pitching for your bullpen. Yeah. But, you know, that would be my speculation. And, again, I'm not putting this solely, honestly, on the bullpen because Snell goes three and two-third innings on the road. You're going to lose that game. I mean, the fact that you have a chance to win that game is a credit to the offense. Mm-hmm. And Matt Carpenter's home run and scratched across a couple runs in the top of the eighth inning. You got a six-four lead in the top of the eighth inning. You have Josh Hader in your bullpen. You lose. Well, here's the here's the thing though, John. You know, this bullpen, and we talked about it literally day one, did we not? Game one of the season, we both said, "Yeah, the bullpen. Uh, you don't want that trend to continue because that could be ugly fast." And guess mm-hmm. what's happened in the last three games? The bullpen's given up the lead in all three of those games. Now, luckily, <laughs> they they won Monday night yep. thanks to David Dahl and Hassan Correct. Kim. But so without great. the without those guys, they would they're have lost five. Three. They were they're two and five, and they were on a three game losing streak to start the season. All right, so uh, thank you guys for the supers again. Great way to support this channel, like Vector53. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. We really do appreciate the super chats. Thank you for becoming members as well by clicking join. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. There's a lot to get into. Um, Vector here says, leaving runners in scoring position hurts too. That's the Should have had more runs. What's that? So that's the second thing I wanted to talk about because for whatever reason, this team every single year just decides that they're just not going to hit with runners in scoring position ever. They're hitting one. I, I don't know the exact number, but it's well below 200 with men in scoring position with runners in scoring position. Shoot, and they're in general, 30th in baseball. Dude, they're hitting 234 as a team coming in. Now they had seven hits, which isn't a huge number. It's not the worst number in the world, but you managed to get six runs across and yeah. you had a lead, a two run lead in the eighth inning and you still lost the game. Dude, they were two for 12 tonight with men in scoring position. Um, so that's a good point, Vector 53. Again, now to your, like you just said, you score six runs, you have a 6-4 lead. I don't care about anything else. Like for me, the game starts there. It's 6-4 in the eighth. Do you preserve it or not? And then all of a sudden, it's the eighth inning, and Tim Hill is left out there for a fourth and a fifth and a sixth, and you're thinking to yourself, what? I mean, you have the game's preeminent reliever, and I get it. He doesn't go more than three outs. Well, that's a problem. When you don't have Robert Suarez and you don't have Drew Pomerantz and you don't have Pierce Johnson because he's no longer in the organization, right? You don't have these eight team guys. And then you got guys that are down. Luis Garcia is down tonight. Why is he down? They had an off day yesterday. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Like, I know he got shelled on, on Tuesday, but. Well, then great. So bring him back. Yeah. Would you and rather then... have Luis Garcia in the ninth inning or Chris Matt? And by the way, I'm not opposed to throwing my freaking closer in a tie game there. Yeah, I know, but what if you take the lead in the 10th inning and then you don't have a first save situation? I'm trying to get to the 10th inning. Right? What's the value of the 10th inning if you can't get there? Dude, you know it. His hands are tied, bro. There's I know. nothing. There's no, I'm not, nothing, I'm not putting it on Melvin. There's nothing that Bob Melvin can do. And if for anybody complaining about Bob Melvin's bullpen usage or managing of the bullpen early on this season, what else do you want him right. to do? Okay, well, let, let's look at it from this perspective, like Ben, who's hanging out with us. And thanks, Ben. And make sure to check out Talking Friars. Great resource for Padres fans. Actually, don't so, check out Talking Friars. Actually, <laughs> if you're subscribed, just stop subscribing. No, just stop subscribing, and it's fine, yeah. Ben's great. Um, he says, you take out some of the best relievers in every team's bullpen, and it's not going to end well. Fair. But hear me out, Ben. So if, if that's our starting point, and you don't get Fernando Tatis Jr. for another two weeks. Um, what are we waiting for? Because the bullpen's not going to improve in the short term. Correct me if I'm wrong. I want to hear from Ben. 
<laughs> oh, I'm right? sorry. I'll just, just I'll no. Just... But I'm saying, like, where where is this bullpen going to improve when Robert Suarez returns? Right. Well, when's that going to be? I think it could be weeks. Am I wrong? And you know how they deal with arm injuries, and they're going to be as careful yeah, as they it. possibly can with him. So you might not see him for a long time. I don't that's, know. That, that's my concern. But... And I'm not going to see Drew Pomerantz ever. No. And we're not going to see Pierce Johnson except with the Rockies. <laughs> right. We're not going to see Louis. I mean, Luis Garcia, I think we'll see. Um, but what am I missing here? I mean, is this bullpen capable of holding leads that the Padres hope to have over the course of, you know, let's say the first six weeks of the season? Again, you are in a dangerous spot early on this year where you could go one or two ways with the, in the immediate future. You know, okay. things could change. With the trade deadline and guys coming back, I get that. But in the immediate future, if you continuously are giving up a lot of runs from your bullpen and giving up leads here, this thing will snowball, okay, to where you bring in the bullpen pieces and everybody on that team and everybody in that bullpen, every single fan of this team will be freaking out because the confidence will be shot. Mm-hmm. Because they can see, they continuously see this trend of giving up leads or giving up a bunch of runs, or if it gets into a close game and you're not in the ninth inning, how the hell are we going to get to Hater? Like that is the problem here that we talked about on opening day with Blake Snell, who can't throw past four and a third innings and who can't give you length to start the season if his life depended on it. Right? That you're going to have to deal with the middle relief guys, hopefully being really good, or else you are in a load of shit. And right now, <laughs> right now, the trend is pointing towards load of shit. It just is. Um, you, okay, you hope see. it turns around here because if it doesn't quick, then you could be two weeks from now where you're like, we are a couple games under 500. The bullpen is literally shot. And, uh, you know, it's over the course of a year. Yeah, you can, I mean, make up that. But like, of course, you want to, you always want to get out to a good start. Okay, so Ben says it has to improve internally, and there probably needs to be eight relievers instead of seven. Okay, I don't disagree with that at all, having an additional reliever, but the problem is if you're adding a reliever to this group, that doesn't fix the group. So if no. you're adding a reliever to the group, it doesn't fix the group. Now, you could add a reliever that's better than these seven that are in the bullpen potentially, and that's at least some type of an elixir. But if you're just adding someone back there, that's no more capable than what we've seen so far, then that's not going to solve the issue. Um, now they're going to outscore some people. Yeah, I think they will. Um, are they in the midst of what will prove to be potentially a pretty challenging road trip? It could be Atlanta, New York. I don't think it's some walk in the park. Um, and I'm with you. I don't want to look up at the end of April and see that the Padres are six games behind the Dodgers because they're, you know, three games under 500. And have gotten off to a slow start. Not that you can't overcome six games or four games or whatever it is. Uh, we're probably over. It's probably looks worse because of Blake Snell. Because yeah. when you get three and two thirds out of your starter and you're trying to then finish off five and a third innings and get a win on the road, that's not easy. Um, you know, the Blake Snell thing and I, is Go really off, perplexing. Let him cook. Let him cook. I mean, we talked about it earlier on John and Jim, but to have a starting pitcher in the big leagues that has won a Cy Young throwing more than 50% of his pitches for balls in his second start of the year with his stuff, and he walks the last three batters he faces and can't get through a fourth inning and always throws too many pitches per inning. 
I mean, this is what we know. There's no chance in hell you'll ever see him again in a Padres uniform beyond 2023. There's a scenario where he doesn't even make the 30 starts because he's going to You hope that he has the second half that he had last year, but there's no guarantee he's going to have the second half that he had last year. And you better hope that you Darvish and Joe Musgrove look like you Darvish and Joe Musgrove from 2022. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot count on Blake Snell for anything. Like we don't count on Drew Pomerantz. Like we're not counting on half this bullpen. I'm not counting on Blake Snell. I just cannot. Like I was a Blake Snell apologist and he'll have good outings. I know he will. But man, to pitch like that is really disheartening. Yeah, you know me. I, I've never been a Blake Snell guy. I just I just think that, you know, seeing a guy out there with the stuff that he has never put it together and just nibble and nibble and nibble. And I've, I've said this before. When he has command, he has the best. He has some of the best stuff in, in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Top five easily from starters. Yeah, the key word is when. But that is the key. Exactly. And that is literally, you know, like once in a blue moon. And then you get a stretch of it and you're like, finally. And then it mm-hmm. just fades away. Right. And so I would be much more comfortable. I'll be much more comfortable when uh, Musgrove is back and Darvish is, you know, full strength and doesn't have any. He doesn't have a leash on how many pitches he can throw. I'll feel more comfortable with that. But as of right now, you got Blake Snell, you know, as your quote unquote in the ace spot. I know it's different for all teams, right? Five, you know, because all teams have different schedules and everything. But yeah, but still, I uh, I was done with Blake Snell last year. I was done with Blake Snell the year before that, and now I, I'm I'm in full acceptance of what he is and I'm just not going to get upset with it. You just know every Blake Snell start it's going to be the same thing and I hope that Bob Melvin and this coaching staff realize that. Oh, Bob and, Melvin realizes even, it. I know he I does. to his comments and, and as I was not... as I was saying that, you know, I'm thinking to myself too, they know it. Everybody knows it, right? But what the hell is he supposed to do? What he's supposed to do is obviously pitch Blake Snell every fifth or sixth day. He didn't acquire him, so that's what they're going to continue to do. And Blake Snell's going to need to find a way to make 30 starts and give this team 130-plus innings, which isn't much at all. Um, but And hopefully most of that, those innings are more effective than the innings he threw here today. Let's get to the super from Carlos. Thank you, Carlos, for the super from down in Mexico. We do appreciate that. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Just I'll be the there next sign. weekend. Yes, Jim is going to be in um, in Cabo, and I'm going to be in Mexico City later in the month. Um, Carlos says, like I said yesterday, Snell is so unreliable, can't be trusted. We need Suarez back soon to move Martinez or Lugo to the bullpen. Don't get why Hill was pitching today with two-run lead. Horrible start to the season. Okay, so if you get Suarez back, that doesn't really allow you to move Martinez or Lugo to the bullpen, does it not? They were using a six-man rotation last year. So, okay, but let's just let's go down the hypothetical hole. Um, you're going to have a five-man rotation. You're going to move Seth Lugo or Nick Martinez to your bullpen? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not for that. I think tonight was the first night where – well, not really the first night, but 
Yeah, I guess you could say the first night where you really see how much they miss Suarez. Like Tim Hill in the eighth. Are we kidding? Are you kidding me right now? This was a perfect game for a Suarez eighth, Hater ninth. And you don't have that luxury right now. You just don't. And who knows when you're going to have that luxury? Who knows when you're going to have Suarez back? So the news of Suarez right before the season started, I don't think it was yeah, talked enough about. Loss. I don't think that's it was ta- not, not talked. I don't think it was yeah. talked about enough. I agree. And now we're seeing like the trickle down effect of things when you don't have your setup guy, when you have to put Garcia now in that role, and then you have to bump everybody up, and you're giving guys like Tapia and Chris Matt and Wilson more of a role here. Now the guys are getting more of a role because you got Blake Snell who can't pitch the fifth inning with his life depended on it. So that's also a problem. But especially tonight, no way in hell if Suarez is healthy, you have Tim Hill in the eighth inning. No, of course not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, think about the difference there. That's a great point. The healthy Suarez compared to the healthy Tim Hill. (laughs) Not even close, dude. lead. One guy's going to do it with 99.9% effectiveness when healthy. And the other guy's going to do it, you know, seven and ten times, eight and ten times. A big difference between 70% success rate and 99% success rate. I mean, there's a huge difference. Uh, let's get to the super here from our buddy James. James, what's going on, man? Thank you Thanks, for James. contributing. Thanks for hanging out. Again, if you're here, please uh, subscribe. You're on Padres content. If you're a Padres fan, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you for the supers as well. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. We interact with them all. It's a great way to support this channel. Um, James wants to know if a game gets rained out this weekend, will they play a doubleheader next homestand against the Braves? Baseball will do everything in their power to protect the home game. So, for example, if there was a rain out Friday or Saturday, they would try to play two games still in Atlanta on Saturday or Sunday. That's good. That's going to kill the Padres, by the way. A doubleheader? <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's, are they're not back to nines, right? Not sevens. Or are they sevens? Doubleheaders? Yeah. Are they seven in the games or nines? I think they're nines, dude. Dude, those are miserable. Um, yeah, sevens was only that one year. That one year, I think. Yeah. Ugh. Well, either way, <clears throat> they'll do everything they can to play the four home games in Atlanta. If they can't, because there's rain on Sunday, for example, and you literally can't play Sunday, then they would play two games in San Diego. We saw it happen two years ago with the Braves. Game was um, right. The game was stopped. Game two of a day-night doubleheader was stopped because of rain, and then they finished the game in San Diego later in the year. Uh, but thank you, James, for the super. And thank you as well to our buddy – what is this here, Jim? Is this S.J.L. Stevens? It's hard on my eyes for sure. some reason. Uh, thank you, S.J.L. Stevens. all yellow. Thanks, man. Super, who says thanks Poor for the girl. content. We appreciate that. Really yeah, do. Thank you. We do appreciate that. Thank you for um, your support of this channel. Really do appreciate it. As you guys know, we have um, as much content as we can possibly provide year-round, including, obviously, during the course of the 162 as well. So thank you again for the uh, for the super. While we have a moment, um, I do want to make sure to thank our title sponsor here on the Wrap-Up Show, Mark Nimitz, who was texting back and forth with me earlier tonight. Believe it or not, he wasn't thrilled with the way this game ended here tonight. I don't think he was. <laughs> he is a lifelong Padres fan and a lifelong San Diegan and a great insurance agent. I just got my life insurance policy through Mark in the mail today. I've got life insurance. I have homeowners. I have earthquake insurance. Mark Nimitz is your guy. Um, whether you have auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance, whatever it is, whatever your needs are, Mark can save you money. He's got a policy for you. He's a great insurance agent. 
Um, take it from me because I've got all these insurance policies through Mark. Great service, great communication. He can save you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. If you ever have a claim, he can save you thousands of dollars. Anyway, there's a link to his website down below. You can see his website right here. You can get a quote online. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you support this channel, if you want to support a local San Diego business, please get in contact with Mark the next time you have an insurance need. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to uh, our buddy Mark, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the here's the one point that we were making even last year in the postseason. Tatis pitch. Is that Tatis doesn't save you. I yeah. mean, no position player saves you from having bad pitching. No. Look at the Angels. They yeah. even have I mean, they even have one of the great position players in the sport. He's a pitcher. <clears throat> and hasn't right. saved them over the last five years. So, like Mike Trout doesn't save the Angels from having a, a horse crap you know, staff over the last seven years or 10 years. And Fernando Tatis Jr. is not going to make this bullpen any better. Could he give you another run of separation? Could that be the difference? Yeah, good. You can find ways to hold on with bad bullpens, with more offense. You can. But is that the, is that the plan? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a great plan for like something like the postseason. Maybe it's a plan for I, – I just – it's – you got to get the bullpen figured out. I'm sorry. You're not going to get to the place you want to get with a bullpen that is ineffective. Now, the one thing about having a shit bullpen and the positive toward to this is it is the easiest thing to fix in season at the yeah, trade deadline. I agree. And even before that, it is by far the easiest to do. Mm-hmm. Relievers are on the move all the time. You're not looking to go out and get a Juan Soto. You're not going out and getting a show. You know what I mean? Shohei Otani. You're not, you're not doing that. You're trading. You can find, uh, you can go to the Pittsburgh pirates and whoever their best reliever is, which I'm sure they'll have one. They'll have, he'll be their all-star, right? You go pick him up or you go to the Marlins and pick up one of their best relievers, right? You go to one of these crappy teams and you find relievers to bring in. It's the easiest thing to fix. The problem is, you're not going to be able to do that, and they're not going to make any trades to fix this bullpen literally for the next two and a half months. Correct. Late so June. that's where the that's where the problem is. So can you survive two and a half months with what you got? And hopefully Suarez comes back and is healthy, even though the more you read about it and the longer it goes on, the more you're worried about him. You know, they're going to treat him with kid gloves because they just gave him a huge contract. Yeah. And besides that, you got what you got. So yeah, other than that, it's great. Other than that, Miss uh, Lincoln, how's the play? How's the play? Yeah. Exactly. Let me get to the super from Vector. Vector, thanks again. Thank you, Kristen, for this glass of wine. It, it, it's April sixth. I'm drinking. Okay, wow. so you need to know about the bullpen. Nice. Um, and it's not bourbon. Bourbon is for winning. Wine is for losing. <laughs> wine is for now. losers. Um, okay, so Vector says uh, Nola Soto were awful. Both hurt offensively and defensively. All right, so let, let's take a look for a second. First of all, first of all, they have a problem with opposing run games. Let's be honest. Now there was only one stolen base against the Padres today, but it's a problem. I mean, it, it's a big problem, and some of that's on the staff, some of that's on the battery. Okay, but it's a problem. Now Nola has done absolutely nothing. Nope. Soto has done absolutely nothing. Over four. But with all that being said, it's not just those guys. Am I, is that fair? I mean, there, there's other guys in this lineup that are hitting 200. Um, nah, maybe not. Maybe not. Grisham's been solid. Machado hasn't hit for power. 
it's a slow start. It's a slow. It's a slow start. Yeah, I mean, Cronenworth hasn't really hit. I am not, and I know people are like Juan Soto. What the? What are you? What are you doing? You know, when I will start panicking about Juan Soto. What's what's today? April sixth. Um, let's see here. I will put it at. Look at the schedule here. If he is still hitting like two thirty, and he's not even hitting two thirty right now, I'm just saying like he's if he's hitting near two thirty, but if yeah. he's hitting like two thirty, um, and we are going into a long road trip at the end of May. Oh, you're gonna panic. Then I the May, then dude. I will then I will I will be. No, you'll kill him before then. I'm gonna say if he's hitting two if he's hitting two twenty five by May first. You're gonna have some problems. He's gonna have to get going at some point this month. Mm, even then, I'm fine. <laughs> but if, if he goes the first two months of the year and it's looking like this again, which is a lot like last year, then I'll be like, "What is, is going on?" Because I still think he's gonna have a great season. Um, you you would have wanted him to start out hot, but that's just not that's just not the case right now. And a lot of his at bats. Tell me if I'm wrong, John. They look a lot like last year. Ground well, ball to second, yeah. not not good swings. Just he also you know. had the thing. What I didn't like was the oblique situation late in spring. Yeah, that, then he had a week and a half off going into the season, which you knew was going to be a problem, and it's proven to be a problem. Now he also made a hell of a play in this game, and left. It doesn't matter because they lost. But I mean, he, he seemingly is healthy. I mean, he's playing in the field. He's not leaving games. So he seemingly is healthy. So I'm not going to use the oblique as an excuse, but he didn't play for 10 days at the end of spring, and it's not been a great seven games. Luckily, there's 155 to be played. Yeah. Um, let me We're get game to... seven in. I, I believe in Manny Machado, guys. I believe I believe in him. I believe right. in Xander Bogarts. I believe in Juan Soto. Fingers crossed. All right, Jose, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Just click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. <laughs> we just um, need to shoot up Yeah, boys. we just need to start using steroids. It's a fuck, fuck it, right? Just do the whole team. By the way, whatever that idiot's name was, the the Giants reliever that tweeted after Tati's homer against him yesterday, deleted the tweet. Kate and then McClure he or whatever. And then he is. spoke to the media today. Yeah, I was on with Darnay on his uh, on his podcast, talking Friars. Yeah. Well, so what did he or, say uh, he on Friars? Sorry, the On Fire podcast. My bad, Darnay. On Fire podcast. Would you and, call it Talking Friars? I got all of them mixed up. Come on, um, man. There's a lot of there's a lot out there now. Uh, the On Fire podcast with Darnay and Derek Togerson, and um, Darnay told me that he spoke to the media, like he spoke to USA Today about this. John, don't tell me if I'm wrong here. There's mm-hmm. no way that the that USA Today got to him without the, without the Giants organization making him talk to them, right? Well, I but I read the quotes and he wasn't overly apologetic. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't lose any sleep over it. I've given up bigger home runs than that." <laughs> he's also like, he's like, "Yeah, I, people just don't understand my sarcasm." Like it wasn't very funny. And you deleted your tweets. So that means clearly you got either some, the Giants told said you, like you're deleting the tweet or you're going to be pitching for another organization. It's just a bad look. It's a bad look on an organization. That's an idiot. Player, dude. Guy's an yeah. idiot. And and you know what? Honestly, we will never. He, this will be the only moment in time that anybody hears about Kate McClure ever. Or whatever is if that's even his name. I don't even know if that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, and I'm not going to look it up. His name to me is Cade McClure. If it's something different, 
I don't don't care. tell us. <laughs> don't tell us. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to that point for a second and what Jose's joking about here goes back to something we talked about today on the radio on John and Jim, which is like at the end of the day, Chad McClure or whatever the hell his name is, or Cade McClung or whoever the hell he is. Cade or Chad or whatever. Um, at the end of the day, this guy's, you know, this is ridiculous. Who cares? But it speaks to the issues that Tatis is going to deal with over the course of the year. This is one of many circumstances that will present themselves over the course of the year with fans, opposing players, media members, social media. This will transpire a ton. You know what was with interesting, Tatis- too? Is Darnay told me that when he looked, because I didn't look at his tweets and I didn't look who liked it, but he told me that he would like did a little deep dive on who liked the tweets, and then there were some players in the White Sox organization that ended up liking that tweet. Well, why in the White Sox? Because he came from the White Sox organization. Yeah, because he has a lot of because he just he got traded this offseason to the Giants. So I'm sure he probably. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant because Tatis came from the White Sox organization all those years no, ago. No, 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 no. Talking about talking about this pitcher, whatever his name is who he got traded from the White Sox, and I'm sure he has, has a lot of people that follow him from the White Sox. What can I, I mean? Let me be as blunt as possible. Do it. No, it has. But any player <clears throat> that takes offense to a player testing positive for steroids and then coming back as legally allowed under the terms of the CBA, what is the issue you have with the player? He also, got popped and missed significant period of time you think now that he's been popped for steroid usage he's now taking them under the radar like that doesn't make any sense um do you know and i honestly i asked this i asked this question like serious question all right because i i don't know the answer to this if anybody in the chat knows please tell me who is dan clark and what does he do is that dude on social media we see randomly? But no, no, I, no, I know, I know, but I, I'm serious. Like, who is he? Where did he come? Where did he come from? And what exactly does he do for a living? Is he just a troll on Twitter, or is he like legitimately in baseball? Because he put out today that he said it's a couple like an hour ago. He's like he says it's absolutely absurd that Tatis is allowed to undertake a rehab assignment because he got suspended. No, it's actually not. It's been collectively bargained. I know. That's what I mean. Like, he doesn't understand the rules. So I'm, I'm, I'm asking this because I don't know who this guy is. And I know he's blocked like 95% let me of the kill, Let me Twitter. rip Dan Clark. Let me rip Dan Clark. What do you want? You want guys that have been popped for PEDs to not have the opportunity to rehab and then come back and get hurt. That make you feel better? If Fernando Tatis Jr., not only does he have to sit out 80 games, he should have to appear his first game back at the big leagues without any rehab so he can pull hamstrings and yeah. – and hurt his oblique is that he's, is that that's better that that's great he said it's absolutely fucking ridiculous that tatis gets the play you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I mean, he's playing a AAA game. Does anyone realize that those games don't matter? All they're doing by, they're allowing him to get ready to play when the suspension is over. He's not playing in the big leagues before the suspension is over. He's playing for the... Freaking rubber ducks. So again, like my question is like I'm I am dead serious. I'm not, I'm not trying to troll here. I honestly do not know the answer to this. Like, what does he do? And who is he? Who cares? I but that's the thing, is like why what like 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 Mills says. <laughs> exactly. You know what? You're right, Mills. You're right. Who, who cares? Fuck about that guy. He's a bot, like Chad says. The moral of the story is this. This is the BS we're going to be talking about in 2023. And can the Padres overcome all this ridiculousness and stupidity that we're going to see on social media every single day that's going to be directed vitriol towards Tatis? And can he take it and turn it into a positive? Or will it bring him and the team down? I think it's a very fair question. I think it's a fascinating thing to see how it plays out. But there's no guarantee that this is going to be some walk in the park for Tatis. This has just begun. And for Padres fans... Get ready because this, you know, Cade McClure or whatever his name is, and whoever Dan Clark is, like these guys are not going to stop until I don't never. know what. Never, but they're never going to stop. And it's if you hate continue. the Padres, you're just going to use Tatis. And I mean, yeah. this is how sports yeah. work. People hate Barry Bonds. Stop. People hate Barry Bonds. I mean, and he's not the only Roger Clemens. And I mean, this is stuff that hangs over people's careers potentially. Not not a guarantee, yeah. but it absolutely could hang over. His career. So you know? anybody out there that's going to do this stuff, basically F them and just move on. Even though I know that's like the hardest thing ever for Padres Twitter, because whoever goes out there, they're going to get eviscerated. <laughs> like it's a just it's a it's like a it's like a moth to a flame, dude. Just I mean, get the problem ready. Is, though, it's like April 6th. I mean, there's going to be a lot of this stuff. And- I know. Get ready. Guns, hopefully everything's really, loaded but hopefully it doesn't get to the team like i said i mean it's like if you're tatis you know this ah, you, ah, no. you know he's aware of this because his mom yeah. is on instagram first yeah and his mom called out whoever that's this, what i'm who, saying I, but you can't you can't concern yourself with this stuff dude i'm telling you if you're no, fernando you tatis jr it's hard enough of a sport to play at a high level and now you're going to worry about what some pitcher said on social media well luckily the 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 people in that clubhouse is a pretty damn good support system yeah i i think that's probably true yeah 
you know, and people were like crying about, oh, they signed Nelson Cruz to be Tatis's like whatever, you know, like give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> give me a right. fucking break, dude. Right. But yeah, they did sign him to help Tatis. Duh. Okay, get over it. Yeah, I mean, Max, I'm with you. I will say I think there's a difference between playing in front of 2,500 people in Sacramento on a Wednesday night to playing in front of 50,000 people in Philadelphia. Yeah, You know, it's it's going to be – we can pretend like it's not going to be a challenge, and I hope he does use it and it kind of fuels him, and, and maybe that will be the case. I, I think it will, but there's going to be some challenges, okay? There are going to be some challenges over over the course of his – 2023 and and if you think there aren't i think you're fooling yourself if you think he's just going to step right in and hit 319 with 45 home runs in 130 game i mean he hasn't even been he's got to stay healthy first and foremost he he's has major surgeries he hasn't yeah. played in a big league game in 20 months look I'll, and now I'll, everyone hates him yeah and look to to be devil's advocate here against tatis and not just go the homer route you know he still has a lot to prove just because he's a San Diego Padre and we all love watching him play doesn't mean that he just gets the benefit of that all of a sudden. He has a lot to prove. One, being healthy for a full year. Two, not having any uh, you know, hiccups outside of the game. Um, he has to have a squeaky clean record from here on out for the foreseeable future. And until he does that, there is still going to be, unfortunately, question marks with him. Um, this is not even close to over and it's just begun. And there are a lot of things with Tatis going forward that are question marks until he can prove that those question marks are met with legitimate answers about, you know, him being healthy for a full year and making sure that, you know, in off seasons, he's good. And, and, you know, he's not doing anything that would hurt him, uh, for the team until then. Yeah. It's a question mark. And that is that's where I stand. You know, do I do I have hope for him, and do I believe that he can pass those tests? Yeah, but again, it's a wait and see. Let me be clear, and I said this today on the radio as well. He is, from a media perspective and a fan perspective, out of San Diego in 2023, screwed. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, if he hits, he'll get the well. You're on steroids, and that's why you're hitting. And if he doesn't hit, they'll say it's because he took steroids. And now that he's not, he's not the same player. So he will be damned either way. He's going to have to avoid all of that conversation, all of it, and just concentrate on winning and performing because nobody cares. That they, I really I don't care if Tatis hits 300 or 280. I care if the Padres get to a World Series or win one. I want to see Tatis play a role in getting this team further than they got a year ago, and I think he's capable of being that player. Um, but it's not some guarantee. It's not some guarantee. Uh, what about this? Did you see his homer? His swag on that is ludicrous. I think he's going to come back with a vengeance. Soto is hesitant, it seems. Toddy is going to be a GD tornado. Wait, his swag on that is ludicrous? As in, the, in a good way, I guess, is what you're saying, Beef, right? Like when he hit the home run, he was dancing. Yeah. He did his hop step around third. He was doing Yeah, like, I'm cool with that. Like wiggle before he got in the dugout. Like, I'm yeah. cool with that, man. Hey, look, mm -hmm. if it's going to piss off Cade McClure for you doing right. that, hey, Cade, throw a better pitch. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, let's remind our viewers about our partnership with Aura. Great company. If you're looking to get healthier right now, Aura is the company for you. Plant-based nutritional products, all of them 
are plant-based. You can get there at ORA.organic. There's a link down below or just go to ORA.organic. You can shop while you listen or watch the wrap-up show. They've got a probiotic, which I take every single day. It's a great, great product. You can take it for digestion, heart health, mental clarity. They have uh, pre-workout supplements. They have proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils as well. They have sleep pills and immunity pills. There's something literally for everyone. And uh, it's a great company. Their co-founder, Wills, is San Diego, and they've got offices right here in Liberty Station in San Diego. So if you're looking to get healthier, yourself, your, your family, your friends, um, this is this is the company for you, plant-based, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now, 30% off your first order. Um, they have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. All their supplements are organic and plant-based, literally the healthiest on the market. Um, so if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, the only place to go is www.aura.organic. And, uh, once you pick up some of their supplements and try them out, you will definitely thank us later. All right. So thank you, Aura. Thank you guys for hanging out. Please subscribe. You're on Padres content for you. Padres lose tonight in Atlanta, seven, six, disappointing result in a game that went back and forth that had Matt Carpenter hit a three run home run against Spencer Strider. You cannot lose a game that you've got a late lead in against a really good pitcher on the road. You hate to lose a game like that. That would have been a really good win. It becomes a really bad loss. Um, they were able to get to Strider with the three-run home run. They were able to scratch across a couple of runs in the eighth inning against Kirby Yates. You're feeling good, and then you're pitching Tim Hill and the Bill Chrisma trying to eke out a win, and that's not a formula to win against really good teams on the road. So <laughs> Bill Chrisma and Tim Hill, dude. I mean, are, are, we, are you kidding me right now? On right, the road in like, Atlanta? I mean, exactly. What, what I mean, this doing? is Atlanta Braves home opener, and you're they trying got nothing to, else. They got nothing I mean, else, John. No, they do though. I mean, they they who? do. They have Luis Garcia, who's down despite not pitching yesterday. They have Josh Hader, who not, not only pitch. can pitch three outs, but they have to be in the ninth inning apparently as well. Yeah, so they got and, nothing, and he's not pitching in tie games. You know, I mean, it's just a bad loss, is what it is. Yeah, and wait, and if the rain causes any doubleheaders this weekend, then you are, oh, God. Better hope you score like 10 runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And maybe and maybe they will, by the way. Maybe Soto breaks out. Maybe Machado breaks out, right? Nice. Cronenworth homer tonight. I mean, maybe they will. Cronenworth had a great game. The catch, uh, that catch over against the, the railing there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Homer. That home run. So he's played great. three runs. Yeah, he, he's played great uh, recently. Um, so, yeah, a couple of missed opportunities. I mean, Bogarts, that double play there with one out, runners yep, in scoring position. Right you're like, middle, oh, yep. God, you know. Um, See, this is a great stat. Thank you, Chad, for this. Padres last year lost four games scoring six runs, and they've already lost two games scoring six runs. Wow. It's a problem. I mean, the pitching was so good last year. I mean, the pitching was so. Why do you good. think that they did good? Like, why do you like again? Their offense was shit. Besides Machado, and that's why they won eighty nine games because their pitching kept them in every single game. And now you have an insane offense and no pitching, and you're like, well, not no pitching, but you get my point. And you have a, a not an insane offense either because they're not really doing that well. But you have an offense that scores some runs, you know. Right, and uh, nothing. Pitching means everything. Pitching's important. Like they, you could say pitching's important. 
Uh, beef, have a good one, my friend. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow's better than uh, than tonight. Um, a couple other things I was going to say. Yeah, so pitching was good last year. Is your Especially dog the, doing something about it? What's going on? Yeah, he's uh, making his bed or something. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's just not ideal. It's not ideal. I mean, the bullpen, it just doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like again, non-existent. Seven games. Drew, Pomeran- Drew Pomeranz is like literally non-existent. One of the worst contracts that A.J. Perler has ever given out. Unfortunately. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, and, and Castillo's hurt too. I forgot about Castillo. See, again, you got a bunch of guys who are like, oh, Castillo could help. Pomeranz, Suarez, Morone. They're all hurt. And of course, pitching is everything. And by the way, it's not that. I mean, you you know us guys. We're not like, oh my gosh, season's over. They're three and four. That's not the point. Here's the po- but here's the point I made even before they lost today. I'm like, eh, I kind of expected a little more. I'm not saying wins or losses. I just expected the team to look better. We had Doug Lanville on today. It's like, I know it's six games, but the Padres defense has been awful. As bad yeah. as any in baseball. Uh, they're not hitting and their bullpen's bad. Now again, <laughs> it's two series. I mean, it's it's two series, but I yeah, mean, that's yeah. just like fat and now it's two series in a game. Uh, we're not gonna jump to ridiculous conclusions after oh. seven games. I won't do it after 17 games in all likelihood. I'm, I'm just saying it's a little disappointing and it's lacking what we desired to see. And they just don't look like they were, like hit the ground running with opening day. It's like there's a malaise around this team. It's like did the WBC get to them? Did the expectations? Are they waiting for Tatis? Are they waiting for Joe Musgrove? I mean, this is a possibility. I mean, Joe Musgrove's not with the team right now. He's a big part of it. Yeah, and here's the thing with the WBC. How many? There was ten dudes on this Padres team that were on the WBC. Chris Matt, Garcia, Soto, Manny, Martinez for a bit, Bogarts, Hassan Kim. Um, I'm missing a couple others. Maybe there's some, yeah, whatever. Did you say Lugo? Oh, Lugo. Garcia. I said Garcia. Was Suarez out there as well? Who knows? I don't know. Who cares? But no one. You, uh, you had a, a big portion of your team in the WBC, so this is like their pretty much first time all playing together for on a consistent basis. But didn't other teams have the same issues? Maybe I don't know. I'm just talking about the Padres, <laughs> and maybe those other teams had problems too. But maybe. I'm not going to blame the WBC on this. I'm just telling you, like. Maybe, maybe I'm trying to find like reasons why this has looked so wonky and so disjointed for the first seven yeah, games it, of the year. I mean, is it just me or is it just you? I mean, you feel the same way, right? They don't look, yeah, yeah. Great. No, 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 they don't look sharp. They don't look, yeah. they don't look like a, they don't look cohesive. It, it feels, it, it just, it just feels something, it feels yeah. off to start the season. It just feels off. Like it doesn't feel like they're, and I know you want them to click on all cylinders yeah. at the end of the year, but you have a lot of new pieces here, and they're just kind of it just looks wonky. Hey, Grant. Oh, I'm doing two things at once. Hey, guess what? what? Yeah, what do you got? How great is my internet tonight? Dude, can we talk about Jim's internet for a second? <laughs> and remember how Jim is so funny because I'll literally give him the answer to it. To a test and he won't take the answer for like four months like a year ago i'm like dude your internet is so bad yeah like go get new internet you're like no and then you're like i got new internet and it worked 
Now this year, I'm like, dude, plug an Ethernet cord into uh-huh. your damn computer. Well, guess what? It took only six games. Last year, it took like 95. True. So you're you welcome. Like the greatest internet. I know we're jinxing it. It's probably going to like break. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow up in my face. Dude, but, if, if the Padres bullpen was as good as your internet, they'd be like 13 and 0 right now. But as of right now, yes, Chad, I did get an ethernet cable. We moved the box out to the living room. I am plugged in to the router with my ethernet cable and it is mwah, perfect. Hey, can I give, you know, now that you're doing a shout out for your internet, can I give it a shout out to parks and normal? Yes. Cause that hey, hat you're wearing is Let me dope. take this hat off. Hold on. All right. Give so this, shout out to my internet. <laughs> shout this, out to internet. <laughs> can you see this Jim? That like, yes, it's suede. Look, look at this. Yeah. Okay. Look at this corduroy dope. Or freaking corduroy or suede. I don't know. Corduroy. And look at the underbrim. It's freaking oh silk. It's dope. Okay. The got a little freaking yeah. Tony on the side. Okay. We got a freaking 50th patch. I think they're putting this thing for sale at some point in the next two weeks. This is a gorgeous hat. I love Parks and Normals caps. Oh my this God. is as good of a cap as they've ever produced. And I'm not just telling you that because I love this thing. I think my favorite hats they've done is the San Diego State one that you have. Yeah, I love that hat. And then this one. I think just the, the fit is just like perfect. Perfect. Such a good hat. Such a good company. Great people. They love the Padres. <laughs> yeah, we love them. They're awesome. They've their hats are I think their hats are very cool. And I and I used to not be a guy that liked liked the patches and everything on the hats, but I think I that love them. the way that these hats are done, it's unique and it's cool and it's fun and and I think it's just something that, you know, if you want something different, I think that's that's something cool to do. I am going great. Hold on. Let's look at my hair again. Well, yeah. Do you know what John dealt with the last month? <laughs> and he can't hear That's me right great, now. That's great, man. Blame Jones. No. Did, hold on. Wait till, wait till he puts his headset back on. I can't hear on. you, but hold on. I know you can't. What were you saying? I, I said, yeah. Do you know what you had to deal with the last month? <laughs> oh, my God. Watching all these games. Yeah. Like up close and personal. I, yeah. It made your hair live. go completely gray. There's literally a photo in the UT of me like, jumping out of my seat when Lamont Butler hit that shot. I know. Um, we don't know where Faye is. So can someone find Faye? I feel can like the reason they're three Faye. and four is because we haven't had Faye in the chat. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. What I want to do, Jim, can you pull up the, you can pull up the underdog thing, right? Now that you have internet. Now that I have internet. Yeah. Now that I have like the greatest internet on the planet. Guys, we would love to see you at Underdog <laughs> Fantasy. They've got amazing, di- amazing, not amazing. Also amazing, amazing daily fantasy games going on right now. You can draft. Um, there's a lot going on. Underdog Fantasy is our newest partner. The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Sign up using code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. When you make your first deposit of $10 or more. So deposit $10, get 10 free dollars, deposit $100, get a free $100, so on and so forth. Here's the thing with underdog fantasy. Once you draft, you don't have to set your lineup every day. You don't make any trades. There's no waivers. You don't stress any of that. Okay. There's no league management aspect. They take care of it all. They take care of it all. Uh, They've got daily drafts. They've got weeklies. They've got season longs, major league baseball, all kinds of sports. But again, if you support this channel and you want to play fantasy, 
With Underdog Fantasy, you can get a free $100 just by depositing $100. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Again, underdogfantasy.com. Now, in addition to that, real quick, Jim, I wanted to – let me just pull up my underdog because I've been playing. And oh I want to get God. the terminology right. So give me one second. So my you can do sucks. You can do pickums though, okay? Here's the thing with pickums. Can you see this, Jim, kind of? Sure. All you got to do, pickums are amazing because all you have to do is pick higher or lower. So it'll say like Joe Musgrove, higher or lower, five and a half strikeouts. Juan Soto, higher or lower, one hit today. You get a couple of these things right, you're doubling, tripling, even 20 times your money, depending on how many hires or lowers you're doing. So they got pickums, they've got daily drafts. Check it out. Again, $100 free if you deposit $100. Use promo code PODSWRAP at underdogfantasy.com. All right. That was good. Good times. Thank you, Underdog. Is there anything we have missed? Um, Let's see here. No, I think we're good. I think everything's good, John. Um, Bullpen, Blake Snell, runners in scoring position, offense, Juan Soto. Pretty much the whole team, or Fernando yeah. Tatis Jr. Yeah, we just we covered the whole team. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, Xander's been. I mean, Xander's been good tonight. He missed some opportunities. Ah, uh, whatever. He hit that ball hard. I I know, I know. And he didn't have a bat. I mean, he was on base four times. Um, yeah, that's not bad. Is scored it? two runs. I'm not putting. There's no way in hell I would put this on this one on Xander Bogarts. Do it. Zero zero chance. No. Do it. No 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 no. And you know what? I know a lot of people are saying too, like it's Bob Melvin's fault. I am not putting any of this on Bob Melvin to start the year either. No. Okay, this is a really interesting question. So Isaac wants to know because I know Jim's been obsessed with this. No, he won't. He won't. He doesn't have it, or if he doesn't have it, he he knows who has it and he will get it. Here's the thing: there is a video that exists somewhere in the world. Now, do we have a copy of it? No. <laughs> But does it exist somewhere? Yes. I've seen a video of my reaction. Now, the problem is the person that had the video of my reaction, I don't know who he is. <laughs> but there is a video of me reacting to Lamont Butler hitting that shot Saturday night against FAU where I jump out of my chair, kind of fell over the chair. It was a disaster. Is it? Hold on. Let me, pull, let me pull this up real quick. See, yeah, see if you can find them. Put it. Can't you pull the photo up and put it on oh, like, yeah, the yeah, screen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, duh. To put on your phone, Jim. Idiot. You're idiot. You don't know baseball. Idiot. Um, one. Bye. Stand by. Stand by. Okay. 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 Here we go. Oh crap! Today. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Zoo. Hold on, I gotta. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. This thing is just forever. Come on. What's the issue here? I'm. It's like just. Hold on. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a still shot. 
of you after the shot Lamont just hit. You're like, like I just got up. The, like, I don't know where I was going. I'm like, I needed to leave. <laughs> Dude, I needed to see someone. Can like, credit to uh, Ted you there for not going crazy. Paul Garrison ran next to Ted. Yeah, he's, he's got his seat. video camera out. I just was running around. I didn't have my camera out. <laughs> you ran around. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then I realized when I started running around, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to get down because people are, like, watching the game. It's so now, I, when like, you ducked. When you, like, stood up, was it because that giant camera was in your way? No, maybe, but no. I was just, like, so excited. Do you even, do you even remember? <laughs> not fully. No, not really. Because it, it looks like they have one of those, like, moving cameras on the ba- on the sideline. Oh, man, there. those things are constantly flying by you. It's crazy. So my my, I'm just wondering if that thing was yeah, in front maybe. of you. So, like, it, you, that's why you, you, like, got up. Honestly, that's a good point, Jim. I think that, that may have played a role because that thing yeah. ends up right in front of me. And Lamont was right in front of you. <laughs> Rich says Ted's a professional. Yeah. yeah. It was a great He's, call by Ted. Great. I was. Just, that's, a, that's a call that will live on forever. No doubt. It's good. 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 We're good. Yeah. <laughs> what was I How about doing? them boys? How about them Aztecs? Yeah. That was quite a night. Yeah. I you, hope we get that good this for- October Ted that he gets that call. Yeah, how cool is that, man? He's dealt with a lot of shitty Padres baseball for a long time. Yeah, because remember his last Padres season was before. I mean, he didn't get this uh, Dodgers NLDS, NLCS too. No NLDS. Oh, sorry, NLDS. Yeah, or the NLCS. I'm watching baseball, (laughs) but he (laughs) he he dealt with. You know, he got he got the 2020, but that is just. But that sucked. 2020 sucked. Right. It's a pandemic. So to get this moment in the biggest stage, you know, that he's doing. Dude, this is 73,000 people. I mean. Final and, four. And like 14 million people watching. One of the most iconic shots in the history of the tournament. You're going to see that thing forever. Yeah. ESPN has is like the fifth greatest shot in the history of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to see that along with Jenkins and the Christian Leighton. Yeah. Christian Leighton. Yeah. Uh, There's others. Trying to think of others, other games. Oh, you know, the end of the NC State, Jim Valvano, Jimmy V. Jim Valvano. So, yeah, Yeah. Jim Valvano, NC State, Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner. This is in that Lamont Butler. And what else? That's crazy. Those are four that I can name. I think they had him fifth or sixth. There's probably one or two we're missing. I'm not counting. If it's not in the final four of the championship game, then it does not beat Lamont Butler. Christian Leitner was the Elite Eight, dude, to send him to the final four. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty good it was and i, th- I think it, it over time that grows because we know about christian leitner and that duke team and duke is a blue blood and they're playing kentucky and it's a different type of thing like P- san diego state weren't wasn't playing kentucky they're playing kentucky then it would be like vaulted up to another level they were playing fau and no- nothing against fau is just true you're FAU. right if it was duke you're right um, I, I appreciate this comment here from Padres 24-7. I wonder if anyone feels the same way. He says he's primarily baseball, but I got into that Aztec run. So pumped that John and Jim talk San Diego State. Now I'll be following San Diego State basketball closely. That, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that. I love when San Diegans support other San Diego sports. And I understand mm-hmm. you might like Padres more than Aztecs football or basketball or vice versa. That's completely understandable. I mean, it's the fans cool. they got this year? A lot. Even non like non alum fans, right? And if you are an alum and you're like, ah, I'm not really into it, like you got into it to another level. Like one of my best friends, he he graduated from San Diego State, and we were talking about the entire tournament. Like he didn't really follow San Diego State basketball much throughout the years, but now it's like 
this this run, he was going nuts. We he called me the second Lamar hit that shot. All we did was scream for like five minutes. <laughs> like we just yeah. screamed on the phone. That's all we did. Um, Pedro, any good Ted stories? I mean, I went to I've been telling the story that where'd I go? What's the steakhouse in Orlando? Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris. Yeah, he took he Ruth took Chris, me. not Ruth. No, it's Ruth's Chris. Ruth Chris. Ruth's Chris. With an S? I think. Google it. Remember my first time going to Ruth's Chris. <laughs> You've been it's Ruth's, Ruth's Chris, Chris dude. You're... It's Ruth's. Oh, you're right. Well, you've been there more than me. <laughs> I've been there forever. You've never been? I've, I know. Yeah, I've been one time. Anyway, Ted took, yeah. Ted took me to Ruth's Chris after they beat Charleston in Orlando, and he took the director of media relations for basketball for San Diego State. It was great. I mean, he was just telling stories. I mean, he's telling stories about like Mickey Mantle. If and, you want, I mean, incredible stuff. Speaking of a Ted story, if you want to find a funny-ass Ted story, just go onto Twitter to Awful Announcing. They just posted it today. Yeah, and it's Ted at the Mountain West Conference, I think, championship game, and a security guard. Right. A security guard takes his briefcase, and that's all. That's all you need to know. Just go check it out. They have the audio, right? They have the audio. <laughs> yeah, it's from like ten. It's pretty close to ten years ago. I want to say 10, like twenty fifteen or yeah. not ten years, but but it's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, we're just talking about random things now. Why not a new stadium in Chula? We talked about this yesterday. <laughs> Uh, John, John and, and Jim. Jim. Welcome to John and Jim, guys. Here's the thing. Let me just say this about this. And maybe maybe this could come to fruition. Maybe this could happen. I mean, <laughs> what's a quick amount of time to build a 50,000-seat stadium on the water? Eight years? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I know. because like the port has to approve it. You need to get the funding. You need to maybe seven years. I'm not kidding when I say that. I mean, if what's today, 2023, if there was a 50,000 seat stadium in 2030 in Chula Vista, wouldn't you almost be impressed? Yes, John. And we're not you gonna, would, right? Like that's, yeah. that would be pretty impressive. So we're talking about like, what's the timeline here? Even if this happened six to 10 years, let's just say you're talking about Bayfront property that has to go through all these environmental processes. Plus, it has to be built. 50,000 seats. It took two years to get Snapdragon built. You're talking three years for something like this. I mean, you're looking at a six to 10-year project. Yeah, I'm not even going to concern myself. <laughs> I, mean, I just can't. There's no point. It means that's it's cool. It's, it, it'll probably never happen. And if it does happen, we won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like Vector's getting anything. I mean, we got the stadium, we got Petco, we got Snapdragon. Uh, they built Viejas 20 something years ago. That's why oh. I give so much credit to San Diego State for building Snapdragon I Stadium. Know. How'd they do that? Seriously. And it happened very quickly after it the Chargers really did. left. Now, could we get an arena redo or whatever in wherever the hell that is? What's that district called? I always get that. You know, what? where's the arena right Sports now? What's arena? Yeah, where the hell is that? It's, oh, uh, Point Loma area? Yeah, but it's not Point Loma. No, it's close there though. What the hell is it called, guys? What am I talking about? The sports arena. Sports arena is in what district though? Oh, Midway. Midway. Thank you. I'm saying we could get the sports arena potentially redone in the Midway district. Even that is taken forever. Didn't Jack Cronin tell us yesterday? It's, they have a two-year two exclusive negotiating window to get this project done. They were fucked there, and that's they're what I'm saying. You're not getting some fifty thousand oh. seat soccer stadium in the next uh, there's not happening, ten years. It's not happening. It's not happening. That's why. That's why. If MLS ever comes here, um, it's going to Snapdragon, guys. <laughs> like, and then maybe they'll figure out a stadium in the future. But right, 
it would definitely start Snapchat. There's no way it would start in Chula Vista. You'd literally be talking about five to ten years from now. Makes sense. to come. Give me a break. Hey, look and now, now, now. I will say this: I will, I will be happy if there's renderings. Then everything changes for I me. I love renderings, but until then, I don't care. Apparently, there are renderings. They just haven't been released. Because just give me renderings. Them. That just give me renderings. All I give a shit about. Uh, speaking of renderings, look at your screen right now. Oh, what? John and Jim merch. John and Jim merch. Should I make some new merch? What? Should I, should I make some new merch? Or are you going to like not do it? Oh, why are you making new merch? Like different merch. Why don't we just sell the merch that we have? But why don't I have more? Well, give me an Option. example of the merch you want to sell. Is there anything that someone is dying to buy right now? <laughs> I, like, <"No." laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen it. They're not in the chat like, yo, I wish you guys had a, you know, I don't know. More San Diego State merch. That'd be cool. Anyway, if you support this channel, please check out our merch. I just put a link in the chat. And we got all kinds of stuff. The back of Jim's head. Is that good? Source. Jim's an idiot. You got to pick up a Jim's an idiot like Ben Fadden recently did. Um, and if you do pick these up, and when you do uh, end up getting them delivered to you, make sure to share on social media, and we will reshare with our you know, uh, followers as well. So check out our merch. Great way to support this channel. John and Jim merch. Back of Jim's head, all kinds of things. Just put a link in the chat. We do appreciate your support. All right, man. I think we should call it night. Yes, 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 yes. Trainwreck Radio. Yeah, I'm. Um. Yeah, I think it's this is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're done. Um. All right, guys. We're back uh, tomorrow. So please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for your support with the Supers and the Super Thanks, by the way, if you're watching on replay. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Renters Life, Earthquake Insurance. Mark's your guy. Link down below. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional products. Hit the like button. Yes, thank you, Jeremiah. And thank you for your membership. Underdog Fantasy, we'd love to play fantasy sports with you over at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and you will get a two-time match. Or if you deposit $100, you will get $100. If you deposit $10, you will get a free $10, and so on and so forth, up to $100. Unfortunately, Jim and John, people think of SD Sports outside of San Diego as an afterthought. Do they? Outside of I, That's a whole other conversation. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, let's get to 5K, people. Yeah, what are we doing here? Come let's get on. to 5K. Please subscribe. We are- yeah. Um, all right, guys. So, have a good evening. Tomorrow will be better. Good night. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.